Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Does anybody care about Rampage? Don't suck. Oh. No. Like, I... Is, is The Rock trying anymore? That's my that's the opening question I'm going to pose to you guys on this she episode. Oh, Skyscraper looks good. I didn't see that. Kinda. It doesn't seem like he's trying, though. To me, I should say. So maybe you... He gets it because he gets a lot of work done. He has a movie coming out like every other week. Yeah, but he's like a good actor. Do you think he's ever going to take a dramatic turn? And so play, I don't know like, why. Play like a I guy. mean, he did. He did in, uh, what's that movie called? I don't know. The Scorpion he's like, King? No, he's, Jesus Christ. He's like, get his son out of a, like, a prison by doing a drug, drug dealer's something. I don't remember what it's called. It was, he was a, good in it. I mean like a drama, like a, not an action movie with I mean, it was kind a of, dramatic It was element. a drama. It, was more of, it has an action scene in it, but it's more of a drama. It sounds like an action movie. You think? Not strong. <laughs> no. He works out like three times a day. Yeah, right now. Jesus. That's like been his life. What about like when he's 60 decades. or 70 or something? If Schwarzenegger still does it, he'll probably still do it. Yeah, but Schwarzenegger looks gross. Like, have you ever seen... Have you Look him up, look up a picture of Schwarzenegger without a shirt on. Stallone does it too. Look up a picture of Stallone without a shirt on. Stallone is pumped uh, up full of steroids. Uh, he, he'll, he's okay. going to drop dead. But like, then compared... Compared to a picture of him in um, Rocky Three, though, not Rocky Three. Yeah, Rocky Three or Rambo Three. Yeah, but he, that was when he was in his prime. Stallone is seventy-one. He's shredded. Yeah. Well, he also well, you got to be shredded to. I'm gonna do that and then compare it to a picture, and then I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Because I hate myself, apparently. Once you get us to a certain age, even if you're muscular, you look like a like a Thanksgiving turkey that was put in a washing machine. It just doesn't. It's not right. Schwarzenegger's 70. I didn't know that. He's old. Old. Who dies first, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Oh, oh Christ, stop it. You think Schwarzenegger, Cody? He's not here, yeah. No. Probably yeah. same. He, just, he generally looks um, unhealthier than Stallone does. Yeah. Plus, he was just a... might be his face, though. I don't know. He was a government official, and, you know. That's true. probably killed him. True, 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 true. Uh, pop quiz for you guys. What is Arnold Schwarzenegger's middle name? Adolf. Timothy. Cody was closer. Aloy. A-L-O-I-S. So, Damn. there's some knowledge for you. That's not as exciting. Well, not everything would be exciting, Josh. Stallone, what's his... Stallone's first name isn't Sylvester. What? His his real full name is Michael Sylvester. It's Michael Sylvester Sly Gardenzio Stallone. Jeez. Why does he have so many names? He's He's Italian. Italian. Yeah, Italian people have way more names than they do. They have like 40... Yeah, you you got your... Italian? Your first name, your Christian name, your And his name was just Benito. Yeah. It's messed up. Can you look up Mussolini's full name, please? <laughs> I think it was just Benito Mussolini. Well, check. By the way, I on an unrelated note, um, 
Oh, hold on. His uh, full name is Benito Amilcare Andrea Mussolini. Okay, that's not as bad as Stallone. Yeah. I got on a random Wikipedia deep dive on Benito Mussolini just because that's <laughs> apparently something that people, somebody can do, I guess. Um, the last, like, his post-life is probably more interesting than his actual life. Like after he what died, to like they, after he died, they, they like yeah, they like hung him upside down, and then they threw rocks at him for like a week, and then they like took him somewhere, and like his body was stolen like four times, and it's just it's a very it's a thrilling story. That's a movie. We don't need to make a Cheeto movie or whatever. Or we don't need Rampage. We need a movie about what happened to M- Mussolini's. What happened to exactly? Exactly. Uh, so last oh, night. Wow! Another, another. Before we get to, we do have some, some other news, sorta. Of. Oh God! No, oh, what? Uh, the director of Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible movies, is joining DC. Oh Jesus! Really? Okay. Doing what? Let's see. Which? which I, I just says Mission Impossible director joining DC Universe and DC. Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, no. McQuarrie movies. He's doing uh, Green Lantern. Ugh. Who cares about Green Lantern? I don't know what the source is, so... Better start Idris Elba. That's all I gotta gotta say. I don't know how legit this is. Well, what's the the outlet? That'd be cool. Uh, It's not a trade. It's just some... Um, like website, they've it's like a rumor, but uh, that what's it called? The hashtag show. They've done some stuff before. They've been popping up recently, so uh, could be could be something, could be nothing. Sounds cool. Corey's awesome. Yeah. I don't think I think Green Lantern probably should be if they're gonna do a universe now. He should like be their Hulk and just kind of show up, but just don't explain it because it just <laughs> it'll go bad. Like, it should be a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing, but it'll probably end up being, like, 2011 Green Lantern. So, but I don't know, maybe they'll get somebody. Maybe Coogler will star. That'd be fun. See if he can act. Um, yeah, well, the Oscars were last night. Where did you get that from? I don't know, maybe Coogler can act. You never know. Guys can do stuff. Have any directors, like, gone in front of the camera consistently? Yeah, well, like transition. I guess um, a- actors have gone to director. I don't know about tr- director to actor. Um, Stallone hmm? did both at the same he, time. That's true. Yeah, he kind of like bounced um, between them. I mean, like I made five movies and now I'm in three movies. Like someone who starts. Okay. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't. It's probably happened, but I don't know who. Scorsese like has been in movies, but not like. Like, probably, for like, for a day. Yeah, he was in Taxi Driver for a hot minute. Yeah. And he puts himself on his own. So, hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm going to do some research about that. Because uh, I feel like there's somebody. I guess... Mm, no, nah, Eastwood's an actor. Director's a team actor. Hmm. Well, we'll f- figure that out as we go. Um, so, quick check-in with the movie draft. Uh, due to the release... Change, release date change of Avengers Infinity War. I got that. Woo woo. So I'm going to win, I think. No, probably not. I'm doing very poorly so far. No, I'm going to win. Yeah, your Black Panther was a really good get by you. Yeah. I'm proud. 
let's see. Um, Josh, you now have... I mean, wait, the money thing, is that overall or opening weekend only? Opening weekend only. Overall is just an essay, and it's too much. Should be overall. No. It's too much math. It's too many points. Keep it simple, because it's going to be like 3,000 points to 1,000. It's just, like, you're in the lead right now with 403, and that's about where I'm hoping to keep it. Just in the three digits. Um, So, Josh, you now have Tomb Raider, which is apparently coming out next week. I didn't know that. Uh, God, I hope that's good. It's not I, I mean, good. best case scenario, it's good. Worst case scenario, let me dream. Alicia Vikander, like getting oh. to see her do her thing is just... worst. Worst case scenario, I could go home and play Rise of the Tomb Raider. So, good game. Oh, that's your. Yeah. That's your. You should problem. play those, Mason. No, I just bought Mafia yeah. Three, so it's first person shooter. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, there's a lot of story in there. I hope you're ready for that. Oh, I skipped it's all the cutscenes. It's not a first-person shooter. That's a third-person shooter. Whatever. And it's a GTA clone. You play video games wrong. I don't. I, yeah, you do. There's no you wrong don't way look, to play video games. You don't immerse yourself in the story. I don't care about the story. Art, I care Mason, about it's art. Up. Video games aren't art. Get I'm a mobile. Sorry. Get mobile games, then. That's, they're art. That's so pretentious. There's not art. It's not art. That was the dumbest thing you've ever said. I'm sorry. You're the Academy member that didn't vote for the Dark Knight for Best Picture. Dark Knight was nominated That's what for you Best want. Picture. So I know, weird. but you're the Academy member that didn't not get it to be nominated. I don't think those are the same thing, but... Um... I don't care enough to resort that. Okay. That's your problem. <laughs> uh, so, Josh now is Tomb Raider. Cody has picked up Isle of Dogs. I have Avengers, haha. So that puts Pac Rim Uprising and Rampage both up for grabs. Should anybody want to take it? And Josh, you picked up sixty-seven points with Red Sparrow. So congratulations, you are on the board. Not quite sixty-nine. Did that no money? Uh, it made seventeen million. It's not no money, but it's you know, it's decent money. It does, it's movies like that do well overseas because they have somebody like Jennifer Lawrence. So, um, so yeah, that's the state of the movie draft. Uh, so let's talk about the Oscars last last night. What'd you guys think of the opening ceremony? Or not the opening ceremony? That's the Olympics. What'd you guys think of the show? Uh, Cody, we'll start with you. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was the first and only time I've ever laughed at Jimmy Kimmel. Um. He actually had a really a lot of really funny jokes. What's your beef with Jimmy? He's not funny. He's it's, cool. It's my whole beef. I don't like him. I just don't think he's that funny. Uh, yeah, I thought they were good. They were fun. The parts I watched, anyway. There were some really dumb parts that existed to pad the runtime for some reason. But I'm okay with it, I guess. Okay. I'm done. Uh, what did you did you have any major surprises or anything with the winners or how'd you? Um, not really. I'm surprised three billboards didn't win best picture oh. because I, I thought God hated me, but apparently he doesn't. Apology to Cody because I at some point during the show he complained about it and I said it's a show. At some point the show reached about four hours long, <laughs> and I take everything I said back. <laughs> it it actually didn't. It did clocked in at three fifty three. So that would be really funny. 
Oh my I was god! Really, uh, proud of that joke that I made. I, I, I liked the show. I mean, I. This is the first time I've watched since like I don't even remember the last time, like 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, but I, Jesus, you need to cut the length down. I, I had to get up early this morning. I was up till whenever this thing ended, and I was behind by a few minutes because I had to get pa- keep pausing it. But like four, three hours, fifty three minutes. No, like take out the short documentary, short whatever the uh, the. Words nobody cares about, well, not cares about, but the words that the common people have no access to seeing those movies, take them out, put them in a separate thing. Yeah. Yeah, that would take about... Yeah, that, no, take they need to get minutes. rid of the stupid... They need to get rid of the stupid skits. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't the get rid of the skits. Maybe, maybe I'd knock off two or three musical numbers. We didn't need to listen to uh, Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph. Uh, that went on for, like, what, a, a minute... No. Yeah, and it was a minute way show. too long. They were just not funny. Yeah. And it was just, they, they just kept going. They're just ribbing on each other. I'm just, you guys need to shut up. I don't care. So I'm going to list off um, some, I'm going to list yeah, off some that's categories. That's the wrong attitude to have. Are they, are, gonna, are they always, hold on, have they always been this long? Because I, I don't remember them being this long last time I, I watched. So. I yeah, they've so. always Jesus been this Christ. long, gosh. They've, it's, that's, well, that's crazy. That needs to stop. I'm going to list off some categories. Do you guys tell me if they should be in the Oscars? Best documentary feature. Yeah, sure. Best documentary short subject. No. Why not? This year's was Heaven is a Traffic Jam, which was 40 minutes long, actually. So that's a TV episode, just about. It's not very short. Best live action short short film. No. Best animated short film. Yes. And that's about... I'm going to say yes to all of them, just so you know. Okay. Spoiler. That's about it. Yeah, I think you could probably cut best live action and, and animated short films, and nobody would really miss it. Um, documentary Keep feature. Documentaries... Let's not have all the... Uh, let's not have all of the celebrities go over to the movie theater next door and give people snacks, because that's not why I'm watching <laughs> these fucking uh, awards. I'm watching them to see what movies are winning, not to... Yeah, everybody feels like they have to have a bit. Jimmy Kimmel make a guy look like an idiot. But it's like you gotta give it, give like some kind of also like extra entertainment for the people that don't don't watch all these movies and don't care about the winners. They just yeah, want to enjoy it. Was, um, if you if you don't care about the movies, why the fuck are you watching the? Because that's how they get. You can't you can't just rely on the diehard movie fans to get your ratings up because otherwise there's not going to be a show. Uh, that's it's. I, I think people watch. That's it. Far, people don't watch like. I, I bet you I at guess. least half of the audience isn't people who care about the Oscars and like see every movie like we do. It's the people who like the cele- who like celebrities. Yeah, they like award. Like my my aunt, she watches it. She hasn't she hasn't seen most of these movies. She likes the celebrities in the award shows. Oh, how is she? Well, like, I don't. She's she's great. Oh, good. I'm good I've been to hear. Thinking about her. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, you could probably cut. Doc short subject, animated short film, live action short film, just like like you said, like documentaries. I guess you could maybe keep in just because they're those are usually about something relatively important, um, and like you can see a documentary if you want to. But like, where did where does where does a live action short film get released? Like, is it is it online? Is it you know I don't know, I don't know. 
Um, but yeah. I mean, they play in theaters, but yeah, like they, yeah, they do. The, I guess my real question is why didn't the, um, why didn't the Olaf short film get nominated? That was not a short film. That was an Jesus. episode of a TV show. Kill me. Uh, that, that was, was a that was fine. that was torture. Everybody needs. I watched. To I, okay, I just watched it out of curiosity, and oh my god, that was horrible. I liked it. It was, was the, songs, fun. the songs were nice. It's, you know. I like Olaf in moderation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Really only two or three categories, which is not going to take off very much time. But, um... I, I just... It's the a good tw- minutes. 20 minutes, you think, by cutting two categories? I mean, I say cut three of them. But so as for the winners, not too many surprises. I mean, I I, mean, I was pleasantly surprised that Deacons won finally after being nominated for fourteen times. He won it, and he won it for a movie that was well deserved. Not like he shot. So he was hammered. Oh yeah, he was. That guy's. He was either guy. hammered or just really nervous or really British. His hair is fascinating. No, to no, me. I don't understand it. There, there were other British people on that screen that weren't. That's weird. Yeah, but he's really British. He's like pre-war British. Back when Britain like stood for something. Um, Back when they still hit India. Exactly. Uh, Dunkirk also did really well. Best film editing, sound editing, and sound mixing. Uh, it won a lot of all the technical awards. Yeah, very deserved, I think. Um, best original score went to Shape of Water. Um Animation oh, should have been Dunkirk. Went to Coco. Adaptive screenplay, Calling by Your Name. Kill me. Uh, that was bullshit. Do you think James Franco being involved in Disaster Artist hurt that in any way? Yeah. Who the hell knows? Okay. Who the hell knows? Me, yes. Get Out won a Best Original Screenplay, which was its big, t- its big victory. and That was completely... Completely deserved. I'm so happy that that movie won. Yeah. Peel's speech was excellent. He's like, I wrote this. I stopped writing this like 20 Would've times. happy. Because I didn't think I could I could do it. And, you know, that's kind of that's the kind of stuff you want to hear from your Oscar winner. Um, best supporting actor, Sam Rockwell, like everybody expected. Actress, Frances McDormand, like everybody expected. Uh, best actor to Churchill, like everybody, or Churchill, Gary Oldman. <laughs> I mean, I'm he basically so became Winston well Churchill, right? Yeah, he guys. deserved that award. Yes, I agree. Twitter is not happy about that. Really? Why? Why? They want that twink, Chalamet? Because there's some, un- some... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, there was, he had the allegations against him that were proven false, but, you know. Separate <laughs> art from the artists. Yikes. God, I hate people. What was that movie that, or Birth of a Nation, no one wanted to see it because of the director. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, but he raped somebody. That's different. It's, he was acquitted, it's, isn't he acquitted in the court of law? Something he made. It's not... I don't know. Shout out to Nate Parker. Let's see. Let's take a look at Nate Parker's IMDb. <laughs> What's he got in the cooker, fellas? <laughs> What's he making? What's he working on right now? No acting credits. Birth of a Nation too. Birth. <laughs> he is credited as being in post production on the Birth of a Nation behind the scenes documentary. Okay. 
producer of Untitled, about. Untitled Nate Parker Project. He's writing Untitled Nate Parker Project. Directing Untitled Nate Parker Project. So, I guess those are the only projects he's going to be able to get it's involved a in. name for a movie. Best Supporting Actress went to Allison Janney. Uh, the only oh, one yeah. of the night that I adamantly disagree with, but whatever. It happens. It's This is no Birdman from Yeah, I'd like more Laurie Metcalf for that. Yeah. Except um, Birdman deserved it. What are you talking about? Yeah, that movie's a piece of shit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a good Oscars. It was unremarkable. It was a good... Uh, not really many surprises. Like, I remember a couple years ago, uh, I think it was... Well, obviously last year was last year. Um... <laughs> But a couple years ago, I big think, surprise. Yeah, um, like be, the best supporting actor was the first one right off the top, and it went to Mark Rylance, and everybody was like, "What? No way!" Because yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, I didn't. Hmm. I still don't like that one. He he took that Stallone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I still think Rylance was great. He's good. He, he was, was really fine. good. The movie was boring. Though. He... Yeah, the movie wasn't great. I love Spielberg, but that's very was, boring. It wasn't that good. I don't Spielberg isn't God. Yes, he, he is. make boring movies. Yeah, Cody and I love that's like that's a Cold War spy He's, kind of movie, and Cody and I both. It's my favorite thing in like the blood. world, but yeah, it was just and I'm the only one that loved it. Well, you're wrong. I'm sorry, you just you're just wrong. You're allowed to like whatever you like. Yeah, but it's just not fun. It's not a good movie. It's boring. And Mark Rylance was just kind of there whispering the whole time. Yeah. I thought he was better in um, Dunkirk than he was in... Yeah, yeah, he was really good in Dunkirk. Straight up. Whatever. Um, and he's going to be in Ready Player One, Cody. So, got that to look forward to. God. Uh, any other Oscars <sighs> stuff you guys want to talk about? I feel like it was, like I said, it was pretty bleh um, kind of night. The, the only one, I mean, I happened, and I'm not mad about it, but would have been would have been nice to give Planet of the Apes some recognition for yeah. the days of X, but we had to look great. So I'm fine with that. Truth be told, well, you're you're biased against monkeys. Your opinion to the apes, apes. Come on, Josh. Ah, he said it. That's a victory for me. Yeah, but he calls them monkeys. But you call them monkeys. No, I call them apes. You, you just called them monkeys so that's i'm gonna call that confirmation for my own uh closely held by by you know you're factually wrong about that right they aren't they are eight points in our our game nice mason josh evolution is not true it's a farce so (laughs) darwin was a hat right I, I I will go so far as to say that apes are monkeys just to <laughs> I will go as far as I have to to say that up to the point of saying that evolution is poppycock. So there you go. Take that. Check me the word poppycock, by the way. Pop, yeah, I bring I'm bringing back poppycock, fellas. Don't you worry. Um so we had Red Sparrow circled. Uh I saw it and was like, eh. Thought it was fine. Not really anything. I guess I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. Oh, you liked end. it? I did. I just, you know, I don't think there's a lot to say about it. Um, it's just one of those movies that 
I know it's good, but like it didn't pull me as like oh, like I'm passionate about breaking down the inner the inner workings of Red Sparrow. I think it's just fine. Um, but in lieu of that, we're gonna do a little hangout beta version where we don't really no structure. We just we're just gonna cha- hang out, talk about movies, pop culture. TV, music, whatever whatever comes to mind. So with that in mind, Josh, would you like to introduce the first topic of discussion? What has been on your mind in the in the recent days? What has been on my mind, huh? I have no idea. Go go to go to someone else. I don't know. I got one. I'm having um, <clears throat> Bada bing. Do you think um, about the Reed Smoot trial from 1903 to 1907, which was um, he was a prominent Mormon from Utah, and he wanted to become a senator in the United States Senate. Let me tell you, Cody, that was and some bullshit. Nobody wanted him to be a senator, but why do you think that was? What do you think their main reason was? Because Mormons are weird. They were high key afraid he was trying to make polygamy cool. Why is that? No Mormons. Why is polygamy? Why is that a Mormon thing? Like, why is that? Like, you think like just because they practiced it until 1890? Well, practice makes perfect. We all know that. But like, why is it that? I don't. Maybe I'm just assuming social conservatism among every religious person. But why is that something that they did? Wouldn't that? Isn't that a little bit too risque for, like, a Mormon person to be polygamous? Polygamy is having multiple spouses, right? Yeah. It seems like like the polar opposite of a Mormon. Yeah. No, you see, the thing about that is is, um, Brigham Young, who was basically the second president, I think, of the Mormon church after Joseph Smith died. He was a polygamist. Oh, he was. Exactly. Hmm. So yeah, but then after a while, there was like a succession uh, ish about whether or not he should be. I don't know. I, I'm not that well researched into it yet. But well, you introduced the topic, I just so it was, we have to assume that you knew every in and out of the entire. It was funny. Mormon it was lore. a joke that got out of hand. Well, oh, now shit. I'm interested. I do in have it. What's Mormon the, in my car. Let me ask you this: What is the benefit of having multiple spouses? What do you think, dude? I like, but they're Mormons. So, so they're they don't like to do that. They just do it because they have to, right? You're thinking of Puritans. I'm thinking of I've I have granted I haven't met a Mormon, but I kind of I feel like I understand them. You know, <laughs> I watched that episode of South Park. Yeah, so I know exactly what's going on. Exactly, right. No, I have no I mean, I think that... I, I I don't know. I wish I could tell you. Cause like, I just thought it was funny. Like, I'm not married. But wouldn't that just be another person who you have to hear complain about their problems, you know? You're not wrong. Like, oh, I was at the butter churn today, and Grace told me, and I was like, I don't care. I just want to... Make this bookcase or whatever Mormon people do. I have no. <laughs> You're thinking of Amish people. 
Shut up, Cody. They're all the, they they're all the same. Mormons, Amish. They're not all the same. Protestants. They're all the same. They're all crazy in a very, in an adorable way. Like I I'll, I ride or die for Amish people. Whenever I see them, I just start pumping my fist. I was like, yeah. When I go, first guys. saw living off Amish the grid, guy, I was really scared of him. Hmm. Why is that? Because I was ten. Okay. What's yeah. going on? That's what about, what what about a person like, who wondering. had a weird beard and a hat scared you as a 10-year-old? He had a pitchfork and rode a horse. So? I was, that was terrifying. Horses are pretty scary. Don't, don't judge my childhood fear. You're the one who presented it. You are the one who presented it. Um, hmm. well, I, I thought I could share that openly. <laughs> this isn't a safe space. Sorry. All right, Mason, what do you want to talk about? Oh, boy. What have I been thinking about in the last handful of days? You know what? I'll t- I, here's an interesting topic, I think. Yay or nay, is the world better off? Is society, society better off when the mafia is, like, at its peak? In terms of uh, political, social, and uh, criminal influence. No. Okay, Josh. Because I didn't ask for because are... I said yay or okay. nay. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. Jesus. I'm gonna go with nay. You see, I disagree. I disagree. Come Why? On. Of course you do. Because they. Like at least in the, I'm talking like the mafia from like the 40s, like eh, maybe late 30s to late 60s. They did it, they did it right, and they didn't, you know. Uh, they had a they had some sort of an ethical code, you know. Like they're not like they're they're not out there shaking down the mother of the single mom of three, or they're not stealing. Um, Stealing, yeah, a, but they're still—they're not they're stealing still an old lady's people. purse. Yeah, th- I know they're corrupting society. They're creating a just um, like they're upending democracy and justice and all that. But they're doing it for the right reasons, I think. And they're not like go—at least most of them—they're not going the out right of their reason. way to make society worse. If this, the the way that the mafia was able to sustain itself is because they made life better for certain people and they only took out and they only made lives bad for people who kind of had it coming and like other criminals you know mm, i don't buy that argument granted i wasn't there because they're but... still um they're still yeah neither was i that's a, that's a good thing that we should uh... yeah but still it's not crime Cody. none of us are it's, old-timey um, new yorkers it's organized crime and they have it's still crime though that's the thing you can't slap an adjective in front of it and make it better that's not how that works um <laughs> morally they're still they're bringing in drugs they're killing people yeah but they're, they're bringing in drugs yeah to... crimes and just because they're paying off the police officer yeah but they're not paying off the police officer like so they can like so made off somebody they're, they're pay- paying off the police, off the police officer. officer so they can bring in the drugs and okay well you don't have to buy so drugs. they can do whatever they want yeah you don't have to buy drugs. You have to buy drugs, but they're bringing the drugs in. That's a different they're... argument. We're talking about... <laughs> it's just a, it's basically, what, you're talk, what you're talking about is basically just like a... 
really messed up vigilante system. That's backwards. It's not a, well. It's a vigilante system that is working. I think for the com for the greater good. Well, no, no, no it's not. they're not working for the greater good. They're not working for they're the working better for themselves. of me. They're working to yeah to make money for themselves. Vito Corleone was not a good guy. Yes, he was. Just because he was the hero of the first Godfather movie doesn't mean that no. he was a good dude. He was a no, good dude because he, was he said, "We'll bring in drugs, but we're going to control no. it, and we're not going to bring if any if I find out anybody who's selling drugs to kids, I'm going to kill them." We'll, you know, okay, but they're still selling people. And do you remember that scene at the end of The Godfather when Michael's son is getting born at the same time as every other crime family is getting murdered? Oh, it's, I think it was his nephew being baptized, maybe christened, whatever. Okay. I don't care. It's <laughs> yeah, you do. Movie. It's a great movie. But, uh, so it's still the point remains is that they're they're murdering people. Murder is not right. Yeah, it's bad. But the, but the thing is that they're operating inside their own bubble. So they're not murdering they're not murdering the shop owner down the street who you know is trying to put his kids through college. They're murdering no, somebody no. like Mo Green, who's this him down for of, production money. Yeah, that's not that's nothing wrong with that. Okay, but it's so bad. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot wrong with that. Yeah, you know, technically stealing from the guy. Yeah. You're not technically. You're basically stealing from the guy. You are stealing. You, your your definitions of stealing are. Mason, I don't think that there's a right way to make this argument for you. <laughs> I I still I think that if it, when the mafia was at its peak and when it was done right by morally upstanding people, it was protection for the marginalized. And they like they, there's Sicilians. I guess up this, for this all depends on your definition of what's the word I'm looking for. The definition of moral, because these guys aren't moral to me anyway. Because they're committing murder and they're committing crimes. It's oh. so what that they're only doing it to other Sicilians. Sicilians that'd be like me saying, "Well, my murders." because I'm only doing it to other history majors. Like, just because it's within a certain bubble doesn't mean that it's okay. See, I think it does. I think it's a lot like Batman. Like, he's not... Like, yeah, from the from an outsider's perspective, maybe it looks like it's just this crazy guy on with his own code is going out and doling out street justice. But I think... He, he kind of is. Yeah, he's doing it for the right reasons. He's not doing... He, he's doing it to people, and he's... Inflicting terror into people that have it's, it coming. It's still illegal. I don't care. But he doesn't kill people. Well, in the yes. It, well, it depends on your canon, Josh. Uh, Incarnation doesn't kill people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like. I. I, I think. At, I think the power of the mafia is to. They're great. I think they're great. They're at their highest potential. The thing they could do is to kind of even the playing field. And give for who though? Who's and do, and playing field? Because like here's here's the sad truth of the of the world, Cody, is that after the housing crisis uh, <laughs> and after the the economic recession, and you can see in the movie Big Short, they make a whole big deal out of it. None of those guys went to jail, even though that they left, they ruined the economy for their own just for their own benefit, and they set peop they set normal average work average hardworking people back dozens of years or whatever. And wiped out their savings. Take your pick, and they just got off scot free, and 
you know, maybe they felt bad for a week, but then they had lobster. Okay, so what, what you're saying is, what I'm if saying there is, was, like, if the um, mafia is around, and if like if the mafia is at its full potential, those guys are getting their kneecaps busted in because the the justice yeah, that's system not doesn't right. do that's... it. Eh, I don't know. I'm saying I'm saying in, I do. Assuming that a mafia that an organized crime family is run by upstanding people and run by people with a moral code, then I think it's a good thing for society. Huge qualifier, because in order to get into a mafia situation, you're not going to... Morally upstanding people aren't going to do that. Yeah, sure they do. Remember that Remember that scene in The Godfather when Michael kills two people in cold blood? Yes. That was Captain McCluskey. He was corrupt. He was a corrupt yeah, police, a police officer. police officer, so what? He was a corrupt police He's officer. Still a cop. He was police beaten officer. on... Well, if he if I don't think he, you can call yourself a police officer when he's regularly uh, breaking the law and breaking his uh, code of trust with the public, because that like like they said, the guy's corrupt. He's taking bribes and he's into doing yeah, but you he's breaking the that law. Is, like, um, and he's not going to fix that punishable by murderer by murder. Do you think that that's okay to kill somebody over that? I'm not saying I think it's okay, but I'm saying if the mafia the mafia has a place for things like that, for people who are deemed untouchable, they can touch them because they don't play by the rules. Like that's the 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 thing that's so frustrating about and why we're never going to have true world peace is that to an extent, bad guys don't necessarily play by the rules, whereas the good guys they always have to, or else they become a bad the bad guy. You know, you can't. You can't become a monster to defeat a monster and all that. And I think the mafia could exist in like a little gray area of, you know, we can't, there are limitations that we have, just like Batman does. We have limitations which separate us from them and we can't, and you can do things because you are criminals that we can't. And I think that, I think that has somewhat of a place. I'm a, I'm an anarchist. What do you want from me? So here's what I think has happened, Mason. Yes. I think that you have romanticized mobsters because you've seen all the Scorsese movies and all of the um, oh, absolutely, the absolutely. Movies. That's what that's so, what I've been so, on the last well, couple of weeks. Problem is, is like you're you're like somebody who's like um, who thinks that pirates are okay because they saw those shitty Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay, let's and not let's not get without knowing here. the true history behind it. These people are rapists and murderers. And they don't put words in my. I never said pirates people. were. I never said pirates were okay because they're just dicks. I never they're not said, doing it I for a code. Said you did. I never said you did say they're okay. Okay. I said you are like somebody who says that. Oh, okay. That makes me feel I better. Th- I think the problem is romanticizing criminals is something that we do too often. Uh huh. And it's it's really harmful. See, I don't see uh, them as criminals. This is great. I don't see. I don't see the mafia. No, you, you don't see mobsters criminals even though they're selling or selling um selling drugs and murdering people I, okay here's yeah no because want to know what i think i don't think drugs should be illegal if you're gonna make an argument batman's a criminal he is yeah technically he's a criminal because he breaks laws knowingly and willingly i don't think that's necessarily bad though because he's not he's way what well, he's not as bad as the criminals who do get away with stuff and like who like the 
people who screw up, like Bernie Madoff. I mean, granted, he didn't get away with it, but the Madoff light or the people who were behind, who profited from the housing crisis and knowingly steered into the skid, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. This is, is this our ethics podcast? I don't think it's <laughs> something like that. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But okay. This See, is, this good... is a purely ethical argument that you're making now. All right. I'm loose with my ethics. I think, you know, I think That's every so. now and again, the ends do oh. justify the oh. means. So Josh, you're up know. next. Better be good. <laughs> this is like chopsticks are hard and I'm going to kill you. I'm just, or I'll send a guy in the mafia. But the, hold on. The, the thing, the kind of point that I was trying to get to is that the mafia is just gone. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's not. It's not. It's kind of a great thing that they don't exist anymore. <laughs> it's really not. Because criminals it, are boring. Uh, Crime is random. No, that's, that's your opinion, man. No, Remember that scene in The Dark Knight when Batman arrests all of the mobsters at once? Yeah. Or Except when Batman he, doesn't do it, but the police Gordon, do it still. Yeah. That was a good scene. That was a good scene. Because <laughs> the bad, bad guys went to jail. Well, were they bad guys? Are you guys? saying that kind of mafia is a good mafia? That kind of, that's the kind of mafia. The, the Dark Knight version of the mafia is that's that's the kind of mafia I don't really like because they're they seem like they're in, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Okay. What if say we have a mafia that you like and then they become a kind you don't like? What then? Well, then I don't like them anymore, yeah. and I will rescind my approval. <laughs> well, at that point, it's too late because they're here. What do you, what happens? Well, it's not really hard to crack down on the mafia these days, Josh. They are like name, name one mafia boss from the last like ten years that you know of that who's who's active and hasn't been in prison. See, they can't they can't yes, exist no in a digital age. It just it's the and the the with the way that the that I can't remember. I don't know if it was Kennedy. It was somebody in the seventies, but like uh, like the Rico Rico oh, the laws Kennedy, opened things up, and you could like they get you. They got more prosecu- prosecutorial power for organized crime, so ever since then it's just been they've been sort of on the on the outside looking in. Well, a version of the mafia does still exist in the form of the cartel. That's organized crime. Yeah, That's fuck in the, the cartel. Same vein as the they're mafia not doing it for the right there. reasons. They're assholes. And yeah. neither the mafia. They're di- they're different. Mafia. Yeah, they are. You, they are the modern mafia. Yeah, no, but they're not. They don't have the the uh. They don't have the morality. Because the mafia started off by by people by immigrants saying the police aren't doing their job to protect you, I will, and like I protect you know little Italy basically like we this is where all the people coming from the homeland have gathered and the police don't really like us because we're Italians and we're gonna we're gonna keep you guys safe and that and then it just kind of grew from there. Spider fuck Spider Man. I'd rather have it a mob boss. They're they're cool, but like, like in The Godfather, how or how often do they extend out of their sphere of influence? They don't like yeah. They don't just hit like they they don't just knock off random people. They work in their own in their own little bubble. So I don't know. All right, Josh, your it's time. Your time. Bring up a topic. Uh, I need to watch The Godfather again. Um, real good. What Next is my week, topic? You you had you had. You had a random case from uh, 150 years ago. You had the mafia. 
which is wrong. Um, what do I want to talk about? Fuck. This was your idea. Let it be. <sighs> what's the best kind of What's the best kind of food? Steak. Best kind of a food? Yeah, it's steak. Yeah. A medium rare like, steak okay. and a baked potato. That's wrong. That's not right. Yeah, it's um, mashed potato. Cheeseburger guy, but. Well, so, yes, cheeseburgers are better. What is the best? Food? Oh my! Well, the, you know, it depends on where. If you're talking about like a McDonald's burger, no. But if it's like a real cheeseburger, then yes. I would always rather have a steak than. A oh my no! A cheeseburger, you got you got the pickles, you got the, the cheese, you got the lettuce, tomato. If you want bacon, if you swing I've that way. I've never put. I've never put, put tomato or pickles on my. Well, that's your problem. Because pickles are disgusting. No, pickles are great. Oh my I like God. pickles. All they do is they overtake the they take the flavor of everything. Oh, they're so good. All they're they so do crunchy. is they overpower. They're disgusting. Yeah, I've never I've so never good. eaten a pickle, uh, but I enjoy when pickle juice gets on things. It makes like fries, for instance, taste a little bit better. But I don't know. I'm I'm down for right, pickles. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition this food discussion. I'm gonna narrow it down to something specific. Okay. What's what's better? What's it's tater tots or French fries? French fries. No, that depends on the setting. Um, hold on. <laughs> you can't just say French fries, dude. Come on. French fries are a million times better. You gotta think about it a little bit. It's like if you're getting like Five Guys French fries are amazing. Great, greatness. But steak fries, those are pretty uh, good. Then tater tots are better. Those are pretty good. Mm. I don't like tater tots. I'll say it. I'm I'm going tater tots. How don't you like tater tots? I don't understand. I, just, I don't know. It's it just that's not the right form. Have you ever seen the movie Dynamite? I have. I have. Um, good movie. Uh, close to great movie, but not quite there. Yeah, the tots, man. I, they just they've never. I've never had a great tot. And I don't. I just don't think it's like that's not something that somebody's going to put a lot of effort into. So like maybe somebody is like, well, I have the greatest tater tot recipe and like the greatest way to prepare it ever, and maybe it'll blow my socks off. But but nobody just nobody tries. But, but like French fries, like everybody has their own can put their own spin on it. Like steak fries with like a little bit of pepper on them is, oh, the best, the best. But. Poutine. Poutine is amazing. Never had poutine. I've heard it's great. I really want to try It's like gravy, right? It's gravy. Uh, it's it's french fries with gravy and cheese curds on top of it. Oh my god, I want that right now. Jesus Christ. Gross. Um, hmm. it sounds magical. I got They're a good. movie. I got I a movie eat it. one. It's really unhealthy. But... I got a movie-related one for you guys. Okay. That's our podcast. What's better? What would you rather watch? All comes full circle. Uh, a an okay movie with a great twist, or a great movie with an okay twist. Great movie with an okay twist. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Like the like, I mean, what's a great twist? I just yikes. I just uh, described. Right, so let's use so spoiler alert. I guess makes sense. Um, so let's take the Usual Suspects. It's, which is a great movie with a great twist. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, okay. I think it's a great movie. The game? I haven't seen the game. I would say, yeah, that, I mean, for me, that qualifies as okay with a great twist. Mm. I am. I think, I think I know what it's about, though. 
Uh, let Apparently, me think of something like that we've all. What's there hasn't really been. Uh, okay, let's. I'll use this. So let's say. So look, Josh, I know you're going to disagree, but let's just say, Split is a good is an okay movie with a great twist. Okay, I know you disagree. Okay. It's fine. Uh, so instead of the twist being it's David Dunn from Unbreakable, what if the twist just is, um, James McAvoy was dead the whole time, or something. Like not a great twist. Like it doesn't really make sense. Or <laughs> just like the other, it would just be a bad twist. <laughs> well, I mean Shyamalan. So for him, a bad twist is just a twist. Uh, but let's take a movie like, uh, sheesh. I'm trying to think of something. What recent movie could have had a twist? Like Gone Girl. But it already, that was a good. It, Oh yeah, let's say, but let's say Gone Girl is actually so the twist actually is, or let's say Gone Girl's okay, but the twist actually is that Amy has a twin sister who she's been like swapping out with prestige style in the marriage, and he just (laughs) finds out prestige. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just it's just something I've 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 I think um, what movie are you thinking about? A twist doesn't bother me. Or it doesn't really make or break a movie for me. Okay, all right. I'd rather watch a good movie with no I, twist. To me, a, it it can more make it. I'm talking about a great movie with an okay with like a, a like like it was all a dream, like that kind of a level of like it, it's a twist, sure, oh, but okay. Mean, that would just make me mad. I mean, I mean, look at like Wizard of Oz, and that's that's it's all a dream. It's a great movie. Yeah, but that originated that it's all a dream. Forty-seven meters down too. Great twist. Loved it. I oh my god! Don't don't remind me that movie happened. Trigger warning. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, I, I wasn't really expecting a big deal with that. It's just something I thought um, when I saw Red Sparrow. Because that doesn't really have a twist; have a it just has a thing. All right, yeah. What's up? I have a, a follow up to that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of similar question, different uh, variables. Uh, would you rather watch a movie that starts great but goes downhill, or doesn't start great but ends? Well, doesn't start great but ends good. Yeah, because I saw movies are all about odd endings. That's the movie where everybody shrunk down to like tiny to be tiny, and that had one of the worst yeah. like regressions of like not a progression. Of, I don't know, maybe the opposite. Of that isn't regression, but that got you're, way you're, worse as it went on. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Like it started off like oh this is pretty cool, and then it became about like global warming. And it, like, didn't even, like, Yikes. that movie, it didn't even matter that they were tiny anymore. That's how bad that movie is. It's called Downsizing. The first act is all about the decision to downsize. And the last two acts, it the only time downsizing comes into play is like, oh, look at this water bottle. Or we're on a tiny boat. Like, it's just, it's... Look eh. how big it is. Yeah, but uh, a movie, I can't remember, a movie that's gotten progressively better. Hmm. Oh, Ghost Story. There's one. Yeah, because that one, I I told you guys, I hated. I kind of hated yeah. that the first th- first third, and then it's like it just built and built and built and built. It's like an amazing film. Yeah, so, yeah, that's an interesting I'll question. Again, but what do you think? Cody? In general, though, I I actually I I'd actually go the opposite way though. Really? I, I think having it start out great and kind of end on a lesser note, depending on how far down it goes, I'd rather have it just because like. So say the say, first two thirds are great, but then I know you the don't finale like grades, is meh. But let's say the first act is a nine, 
The second act is a six, and the yeah. last act is a three. Yikes! Is that like I mean, is that I, is that too steep? Probably still. Overall, and probably the movie I wouldn't love it, but like I, the go-to example I have is like the Wolverine, a movie that I love that no one else does. But the movie, like the first two thirds of that movie, I think are fantastic. The third act with the ninjas and samurai robot guy, not not the best, but. Okay. Not terrible, but it's not that great. But it doesn't ruin the movie for me. Um, I'm kind of the same way with Wonder Woman. Like, the third act is the weakest part of the movie. But I don't think it's bad. It's just not that great. But the, I love the first two thirds so much. Um, but I think with something like that, like, if it's like it starts out, if it's just like okay throughout, and then it's bad or not great at the end, I don't know. I mean, it would depend on the movie, but like, it would have to be really bad to really like make me dislike it yeah that's an iron man 3 situation whereas like started out good ended awful with the other way around i think i mean you have your examples like a ghost story like i was with you like the first i don't know like 10 20 minutes i was like oh my god i don't know if i can do this and then um the but for in general like when i look at think of it that way like i would rather be from the start then take a while to finally get into it. If that makes sense? Yeah. I think I get it. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, uh, let's go once uh, around the horn one more time. Cody. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, um, let me see. I was about to reach for my notebook. Um, I don't want to talk another about my seminar paper anymore. So... Let's see. How about we talk about? Yikes! Um, let's talk about fan versus sci-fi. Oh boy! Yikes. What is the better medium for storytelling? Sci-fi. Yikers. I think I think science fiction's ability to contextualize really difficult abstract con- concepts and put it in a relatable context and something that I can understand is amazing to me. Like one my favorite part about Interstellar is that I one of my favorite parts I should say is that I actually learned a lot about like the theory of relativity and how wormholes work and you know, stars and black holes and all that stuff. Uh, or Annihilation, where you learned, I guess, rewatched that again, saw that again in theaters this afternoon, of, like, uh, DNA and how plants can relate to each other and all that kind of stuff. So, but, um, and fantasy, I just feel like fantasy goes, it's either Harry Potter or it's Lord of the Rings, or it's terrible. And it's, you know, there's not... That's a lie. Um, I, I think I've proven all of the books that I mention are fantasy, or most of them are anyway. I think it's a lot easier to do in book form than it does in movie form because in books you can you can say you know the spaceship that has six legs or whatever, and when it gets translated, just because it's film as a visual medium. Like with Valerian, I'm sure that Valerian might make a great book, but the movie rips off 
every sci-fi franchise you could or fantasy franchise you can possibly think of. It's just a, it's a lot sci-fi. harder to do live action, right? Right. Well, yeah, I guess it's sci-fi. No, that's. I I agree with you though. I think that fantasy is better in book form yeah. than science fiction because science fiction lends itself well to visuals, like. Um, I don't know, it's like take it, any scene from Interstellar and compare it to a scene that's not walking from Lord of the Rings. It's <laughs> it's just it's a you can get more, more information across on screen without having someone to spew expo, exposition at you. Yeah. Hmm. How about you, Josh? Um. Uh, I re- I used to say just go straight up sci-fi, but the more I've thought about on it, I mean, I think I prefer generally more movies that fall into sci-fi, but I think the kind of like possibilities of fantasy are more are bigger and a little more interesting to me. Just because like, and I saw a quote of this recently, I don't remember, it's from some, it's a really old quote, but it's like, uh, the science fiction is um, doing the impossible in the real world, and then fantasy is um, doing something... The, doing the possible bigger. in a different world. Possible in a different world, yeah, yeah, something, something along those lines. Um, and that was, I thought that was a really interesting way to look at it, but... Um, yeah, uh, fantasy, like, I think is so cool, because, like, I mean, most fantasy movies nowadays, the rare ones we actually get aren't that great. Like, the Hobbit trilogy, I'm sure the book's great, I haven't read it, but the movie is, the movie trilogy is a big letdown. Um, I didn't love Fantastic Beasts. I didn't think, uh, I won't, I mean, Warcraft I thought was okay, but I don't remember much of it. Um, so, like, I mean... I can't think of a good, like, a great recent fantasy movie, but, like, the great ones are really great. Like, the Harry Potter movies. All of them are at least great. I think some of them are some of the best movies ever. Uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy is pretty much perfect. Um, there's, I, you know what, I, would I consider that fantasy or sci-fi? I, was, I mean, Mason, relax before I say it, but Valerian... Jump off the um, bridge, please. Is I I consider that I guess that's sci-fi fantasy, but um, <laughs> I think it's pretty hard um, sci-fi. I, cool movie. I don't. Think, there's really nothing fantasy about it. It's, it's, but it's like it's it's about like different. No, worlds. I think that's not hard sci-fi. Hard sci-fi is, is annihilation. Like two, it's like 2001. It's yeah, that's light sci-fi. It's sci-fi based in reality. Yeah, Valerian is light sci-fi. Yeah, it's also an awful movie. Coincidentally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it might be bad, but you can also call it Star Wars is also light sci-fi. That yeah. borders on fantasy, though. Mm. Okay. That's, That's a weird like, movie. Those are weird movies. But Star yeah, Wars. I think I, I mean realistically, I'd say that my favorite is when they blend them together. But just pick a one, I guess. Just because I like more, I tend to like more sci-fi movies, and sci-fi movies overall seem to be better like most decades not just you know one specific one i'd probably say sci-fi is the better genre overall yeah there's um 
Uh, did you guys remember last year there was a movie that came out called The Last City of Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Good movie. Uh, highly, I re- definitely recommend checking out if you get get the chance, I guess. But um, the reason I bring that up is because the director of that movie, uh, named James Gray, is making an, a movie described as an epic science fiction thriller called Ad Astra. Uh, the plot of it is 20 years after its father left on a one-way mission to Neptune, in order to find signs of extraterrestrial intelligence, Roy McBride travels through the solar system to find him and understand why his mission failed. Starring Brad Pitt as Roy McBride, Tommy Lee Jones as his dad, Ruth Naga, uh, Donald Sutherland, Jamie Kennedy, obviously. Um, so, yeah. I just thought I'd bring that up because that's the... So, uh, except for Jamie Kennedy, it's a good cast. Um, <laughs> I decided to bring that up because that seems like it's going to be the next one of the next big sci-fi's uh, and sci-fi movies, I guess. And I always look forward to those. And this is, to, and uh, the director described this as um, he intends this to feature the quote the most realistic depiction of space travel that's been put in a movie. Hmm. So hopefully it lives up to that and we don't get gravity part two because that would be very disappointing um so yeah cool interesting interesting sci-fi fantasy convo do you guys have any other topic you want to bring up good for now that was my two okay josh last call i had two right yeah let's move on to watching reading and listening to josh start us off uh, what did I, I watched a movie today, uh, and I can't remember the name. Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. yeah, that's what I watched. It's kind of amazing, and I love it. And Scan- Stanley, I said Stanley. Stanley Kubrick is just the best that there maybe ever was. This guy is one of my favorite filmmakers. I've only seen three of his movies. Um. But it's just like he's very much like Spielberg, where he just he gets every genre and much perfectly. He's done sci-fi, he's done horror, now he's done a war movie, he's done a drama, he's done a I, I think he's done a comedy, but I, I don't know that. Um, and he's just the way he tells his story, and I mean this particular movie, out Cody, you've seen it, right? I watched it in school. Okay, yeah. Um, and I know there's like there's like some kind of like consensus that the second half sucks, but the first half is great. I don't really. Uh, the first I I don't agree that it sucks, but the first half is definitely half is better, higher quality so than better. the second half. But yeah, better. But I thought the second half was so great. I thought that final like twenty minutes um, inside the um, inside the building, wherever that was, with the music and everything, that was. Well, that was a, that's an intense scene. Yeah, and then when they are um, marching and chanting the mission, yeah, 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 oh my god, that was amazing. I was like, please just fade out right here, and that'd be the perfect ending, and it did. And it, and it did. Was, it was <laughs> um, but yeah, just that. But it's one of the best. So good, Mason. I'm, I don't know if you've seen it. No. Oh, it's made it. for you and me, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. You should see the movie. It's amazing. Mm. Kubrick has never done it Mickey for me. Mouse. Oh, 
God. You're a monster. Sorry. I just, Do you even exist? I need... Well, you know, Cody, I need to keep saying I don't like Kubrick because that's the last straw. Like, if I start fangirling over Kubrick, then I'm just another pretentious douche, and I don't want that. So I gotta keep my distance so I can you say become, somewhat become one of us. relatable. Calling <laughs> everything is just a uh, is a metaphor for the American dream, which yeah. Full Metal Jacket is. Bit of a tour de force, if you ask Maybe, me. Probably not, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Like you, you said, like that tour de force? I like, thank you. It's a good one. Oh, God. Um, okay, so I've got a few to talk about. Uh, Unbreakable. Not good. Yikes. But, you know, M. Night, he's kind of made a career of being a bad director who occasionally gets it right. And I guess this movie's, comparatively, it's not bad to his work, but overall, I don't really think it's anything too special. Uh, I just, Cody, is he a good director? logistically no he has more bad movies than he does good movies and I just why does everybody in a, in a M. Night Shyamalan movie have to sound like they're coming off a high I, I'm like there are so many scenes in this where like they had the the conversations that that he writes are just the stupidest thing in the entire world. Like, <laughs> do you remember the chicken wing scene from uh, <laughs> Split? Oh my god, what is he? Yeah, I do. What is he doing? I love like, that dialogue. Oh my god, that's such a good, good movie. Oh, uh, Split, Split. I like it. We all take it out of the plastic. I like Split. I like Shyamalan when he's when he leans into what he does best like when he, or like, he's good i like him when he does these zany kind of off the wall weird little movies but so he sometimes like he doesn't understand no sometimes he doesn't understand <laughs> how to f- frame that correctly and i think Un- unbreakable is a good movie that is just buried underneath layers of mediocrity and inexperience it's like he's just the the long takes that he kind of lingers on and how he kind of moves the camera from left to right when people have a conversation which immediately slows it down and the spaces and the way he directs actors to like okay now say this line but don't use any emotion and kind of whisper it and that's what i'm going for uh, <laughs> there's just too many there's too many moments like that and i like I get why people like him. I get why Josh likes him. He's, he is, and I should like him because I, above more than anybody else here, I love it when directors can make weird movies like this that aren't, that are, like, you can't show this to anybody and say, this is, oh, well, this is directed by Scorsese. Like, to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is so Shyamalan. And I like, I really, really like that. And I admire that about him and any director who can get away with that. But this just doesn't really, he doesn't really work for me. And, Unbreakable is a mess and not really. I I don't know how this this doesn't really change my anticipation for Glass, but I'm definitely lowering what I'm expecting because I really like Split. I think that's a legitimately very good movie. But 
I think that's his best movie. That's my favorite movie of his. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. I don't know. I, I tried to rank his movies, but I just got tired. Um, Not from I was already tired. I just was like, ugh, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? Um, but hey, the, if he does get into yeah, the sandbox again. Right, what else did you see? If yeah, if he gets into the sandbox again, then he'll he'll be fine. But it seems like that nobody's gonna let him make a two hundred million dollar movie anymore, and I think that's for the best. Um, I also saw Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, which made me want to kill myself, uh, and was horrible. And I'm kind of ashamed that it has to be in Tom. Did, did, it, did it make you wish you were? Did, South, did South it Tower. make you wish you were there? South Tower, yeah, the f- or whatever one was first. It's just yikes. I mean. <laughs> I this kid made the kid from Jungle Book like <laughs> seem like Marlon Brando in his prime. I hated that little bastard. The kid in Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Like the movie is kind of main character, he, wasn't he? Yeah, he's like and he's we're with him 90% of the movie. The idea of the movie is Tom Hanks has a son, he like uh forces him through treasure maps to go out into New York and like meet people cuz he's like as Asperger's or something like that and um and then Tom Hanks dies in 9/11 which is a great way to use 9/11 from what i understand the book it wasn't the book in the book that this is based on it wasn't like 9/11 was just kind of there but it didn't really like it informed kind of the collective sense of grief around the world of like the move the world of the movie but it didn't it wasn't like about 9/11, and this movie was kind of about 9/11, and it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, and I just hated the kid, and the I I could barely finish it. I kind of had to do I had to have something else to occupy my brain because this was just melting it. Um, yeah, I hated it. Uh, Red Sparrow, which I saw a couple days ago, uh, enjoyed it. Kind of a nice pulpy spy thriller. Reminded me of a good uh, King, a good version of Kingsman because you know. You got like the spy who goes off to spy school, and then they go do spy things, and it totally worked here. But but hold hold on hold on yeah, Kingsman's good though. Uh, okay. But Kingsman's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, to quote John Cena in the I, I meme, understand. "Are you sure about that?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Red Sparrow, I'd recommend it. If Sorry. It's it might be a little long, but uh, it's you know it's fun enough, and there's some cool there's some pretty good scenes, and J Law's quite strong, and uh, Joel Edgerton continues to be the hidden gem of Hollywood. Movie best picture, best picture, probably, probably, but I don't know. No, is it a good movie? Past movie? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. If you want to see something, then this is a good one to see. And then I've been reading, uh, you know, date. Dialing back to our mafia discussion earlier, I've been reading I Heard You Paint Houses, uh, the book about Jimmy Hoffa that the Martin Scorsese's The Irishman is based off of, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. And there's been a lot of callbacks to upstate New York, which has been fun. So that's it for me. Uh, Cody, have you gone? Can't wait for you to read Red Rising. and I haven't it's gone, but I got something. Yeah. I read a book and then watched the movie it was based on. I watched, uh, I read Flowers from Algernon, or I listened to it in two days, and, and that is one of the best stories ever written. I don't know if you've ever read it or are familiar with it, but it is a phenomenal story that 
is just tragic and it hurts you to watch and to read but then i watched i couldn't find the academy award winning uh, version of it called charlie but i found a tv movie version of it starring funnily enough matthew modine from full metal jacket yo and it wasn't good it was really bad actually it was so shallow it was only an hour and a half, but then I keep remembering to tell myself it was a uh, <laughs> a, a TV movie, and it was just it was weird. It was paced really funny. It was like super. Everything was happening super quickly, but they wanted you to believe that six months had passed since the last time we've seen the scene. They'll do like a hard cut, and it's just it's it's really shallow and just kind of I don't know why they made it. But that story is great. You should listen, read that book if you want. But read. How about I watch Flowers for Charlie instead? Because I feel just like that episode the same of uh, Sunny. Yeah, aren't those just based if off you, each other or something? It's the same. It's the no. It's, Flowers for Charlie is a direct. It, it's it's a joke on Flowers for Algernon. Perfect. I'll just watch that. It's Thank you, Cody. The same idea. That and then you can watch that episode of Rugrats where um, Chucky gets his uh, allergies fixed. Yeah, no. With the mouse. Remember that episode? Member? No, I don't. Me- I do not remember. Sorry. Don't remember it. No, no but, member. Yeah. So that was a fun experience. If you can, I would try to read a book and then watch the movie directly after just to see how they compare. It's always okay. a fun exercise. Book All is right. always better. But always, I'm done. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll be talking some wrinkle in time. Really curious to see where that lands. We're not doing week. two. Right. That's the week after. Are those coming out this weekend? No, wrinkle oh, in time is this I'm week. I'm just dumb. Okay. The other ones. Oh, or we could do the hurricane heist. That's always an option. Gross. Fuck that. No. I'm so happy that's coming out so I can stop seeing the trailer. Me too. That movie looks so bad. It plays in front of every YouTube video. Toby Kevill's in it, which is just such justice. If you put on ad blocker... Not my phone. Only commies Yikes. put on ad blocker. I love ads. And God's dead. God's dead. God's not dead. Oh, Did you know there's a new God's Not Dead movie coming out? Is it, what, is it God's Not Dead 3? Uh, it's got a really funny yeah. name. Hold there on. was a two. It stars um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, really? As a teacher who wanted to teach something. It was bad. I didn't watch it, but if it's anything like the first one, which I did watch, it's bad. So this is God's Not Dead, I, colon, A Light in Darkness. Wow. Oh, dear. Pastor Dave, David A.R. Trilogy. Responds to the unimaginable tragedy of having his <coughs> church located on the grounds of a local university burned down, probably by some libtard. Am I right? Starring, <laughs> uh, let's see, starring who? Michael or da- starring David A. R. White, star of Nobody, uh, Revelation Road, Jerusalem Countdown, <laughs> God's Not Dead Two. Oh, so it's a continuing story. Interesting. Redeemed. God's not dead. Oh, wow. Oh, hold on. He was in the Revelation. I wonder who he was in those. This is great. He 
In the Rev- in Revelation Road, the beginning of the end, he played Josh McManus. In Revelation Road 2, The Sea of Glass and Fire, he played Josh. And in Revelation Road 3, The Black Rider, he also played Josh. So this God. guy is a chameleon, a chameleon, if you will. Connected universe. Yikes. God's not dead in the Revelation Road <laughs> series. Looks so bad. Yikes. Peter Flicks are, are the That's what we should have named our podcast. We made a mistake. Real flicks and say, yeah. Sue us, I dare you. Pure flicks. You idiot. <laughs> they will. Hmm. It's really, really That's cool, what though. that whole second movie's about, is they, yeah. they take him to court. Oh, really? Yeah, it is so stupid. Yikes. But I love, love God. Praise him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So that'll do it. We'll talk next week. Josh, Cody. God is not dead. Text all of your friends. If we get everybody here to text 10 of your friends, that'll be a million people who remember God's Not Dead. That's an actual plot point from God's Not Dead 1. Just in case you didn't know that. You've watched a lot of these movies. They're at a concert. And it's a. I've only seen God's Not Dead. But I watched reviews of uh, God's Not Dead 2, so I know what it's about. Cody, you own the Blu ray, don't you? My friend, no, I don't, but my buddy bought the two-pack of God's Not Dead and God's Not Dead 2 just so he could watch them and laugh at them. They're really bad movies. If you ever have, like, an hour and a half to kill... Take care, buddies. Bye-bye. I left my watching in the laundrette You can put some money on it You can place a little bet right when I see my watching Black will be grey and the white will be grey But the blues are still blue